Now, I know that you guys have got too much stuff going on to worry about something like this. But fear not, because we're about to have the UN's COP28 climate conference, and this is going to solve all the issues. For example, you've probably been thinking to yourself, especially since the Thanksgiving season, about your insatiable, excessive appetite for meat. And, uh, well, the UN and COP28, well, they, they, you know, according to Bloomberg, nations that overconsume meat will be advised to limit their intake while developing countries where underconsumption of meat adds to prevalent nutrition challenge will need to improve their livestock farming, according to Bloomberg journalist Agnieszka D'Souza. This is part of the COP28 roadmap to keep us from going up 1.5 degrees centigrade per Paris Climate Agreement. Which, of course, none of this is science. It's just something we thought was a good idea. Well, they thought it was. This is called the Food and Agricultural Organizations, the FAO COP28 Roadmap. And they insist that the meat industry is responsible for destroying the planet via methane and nitrogen emissions. Now, let me get this right. I'm just curious. Um, so if we quit eating meat, that means I could continue to drive my Ford F-150? Because if the meat industry is responsible for destroying the planet, uh, does that... I mean, how many things are responsible for destroying the planet? Now, the problem with this particular one is this is the one that they will let out. from. They will let the little nose pop up under the tent where they will admit that the science is not settled on livestock emissions. Turns out, well, a, a group at UC Riverside discovered this year that methane traps heat in Earth's atmosphere and creates cooling clouds that offset 30% of the Earth's surface warming. <laughs> so that means livestock farming is not burning the planet up, it's cooling it down, and that counteracts global warming. But that is no matter. That's just a fact. It's just a, a, a talking point. The FAO still plans to create transformative change in the food industry. There was a movie out a long time ago. It was actually a remake. It had Christopher Reeve and I think, uh, uh, I can't remember who else played in it. Burt Reynolds was in it. Maybe, I can't remember the, the actress. And in this, there's a guy that's about to be, he, he's about to be uh, put to death. And this is all about the news, and it's all about the metric for the governor. And they find out that this guy did not actually create, commit the crime, and that he's actually been, there's been a stay put in place, and they decide they're going to kill him anyway. And that's what this this that's what this reminds me of. A there's still going to be a transformative change in the food industry, despite the fact that it cools the earth. And this is to drastically limit or eradicate meat consumption, among other things. And uh, according to Danush Danish, if we don't tackle the livestock problem, we're not going to solve climate change. The key problem is overconsumption. 
So they measure this in kilograms, and some of you can do the, the metric conversion if you want to, to the imperial. Uh, the average American, according to this, consumes about 127 kilograms of meat each year. They want us to cut back to more, no more than 15.7 kilograms. So not quite a 90, uh, what, 80% cutback. <laughs> then there's the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group, a globalist Michael Bloomberg-run climate organization made up of 100 cities around the globe. Remember the, the, the you remember those guys, the C40s? Um, they want to completely eradicate meat and dairy consumption by 2030. Now, while they're often upfront about their goals of curbing overconsumption, they're often very coy about how they'll reach their goals. I don't know exactly how they intend to make that happen. Because if you make people starve, things change rapidly. Things that most people would not do normally become fair game. Plus, what are you going to do? Are you going to get rid of all the cows? Because that's meat and dairy right there. You're going to get rid of all the cows. You're going to kill every cow on the planet. And just make them go extinct. Because. because the only way for them to eliminate meat. or and The only way for them to eliminate anything. Is by force. And I got bad news. I got bad news. A lot of people are not going to take that very well. What they're trying to do is they're trying to shut down farms. And then that way, that limits the supply, right? Well, there's going to be pushback from that. That's already happening. That's already happening. Um, last year, the government of the Netherlands announced plans to forcibly buy out as many as 3,000 farms to meet the 2030 climate goals. And the affected Dutch farmers would be banned from starting farms anywhere else in the European Union. Or you could drive them into bankruptcy. And it also subjected farmers to untenable climate regulations on fertilizer and livestock, giving many no choice but to close down. They also, you know, in, in Sri Lanka, they banned chemical fertilizer, resulting in massive crop failures and sky-high fuel prices. And since then, because it's a food thing, Sri Lanka has descended into bloody political unrest and economic ruins. 